like beer? Beer. Do you like rock and roll? I'm allergic to penicillin. Do you like drunk Australian? Beer. Do you like interviews with bands exploring facets of entertainers' lives best left to the imagination and possibly not presented on a radio show? I don't know where this is going. Jump on rogueintel.com forward slash remedial. programs we are the powerful nerd cast back again after a very long break i am Corey, and with me as always is christian hello internets hello that's right we have two special guests today and it's basically just us we have no guests <laughs> but the cool thing is we are uh, special we are you're special too mr rogers made that very clear in the past um god Welcome rest to the his neighborhood soul. bitches <laughs> Anyway, we got a pretty good uh, program for you guys today. We have a lot of things to talk about because over the course of the last couple weeks, there have been so many amazing stories which have dropped. Comic-Con came and went, and there were a lot of amazing trailers for brand new movies, TV shows, and all types of cool spinoffs and comic books, so we definitely got to run through that. Uh, I actually just got done seeing the Suicide Squad movie, so I'm going to be able to give my thoughts on that. Christian, I know you have not seen it. You know, we were on the way to the movie theater, like... Me and my girlfriend, and she's like, I want to see Suicide Squad. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if it's going to be good. It's going to be like the not as good Guardians of the Galaxy that I kind of don't want to see. Pretty good assessment of what the movie's all about. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, okay, so uh, let's just not go. Why don't we just take the money and buy like some fillets and just go home and cook at home? Such a better decision. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I want steak instead. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we did. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit about this just phenomenal Netflix show, which has just sort of blown up over the course of the last month. Is it a strange show? Would it you is say? a strange show. Yes, it is. Not to be confused with Doctor Strange. This is Stranger Things, the ultimate homage to everything 1980s, which honestly is a show that has gotten me obsessed with Netflix shows because I've never really dived into the whole Netflix thing. But this was a show that you and your girlfriend and a few other people were telling me about. And they're like, Corey, you've got to check out Stranger Things. If you like the X-Files, if you like the Goonies. If, if you, you like, like Spielberg. Yeah, if you like Spielberg, especially those classic movies. If you like the movie Stand By Me, you're absolutely going to love this show. It's kind of a composite of all of those amazing things. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Comic-Con first, though, because there's just so much to freaking get through. And uh, I, I really want to zoom in on the trailers. Like that's yeah. that's one of my biggest things. Walking away from Comic Con, I was mm-hmm. like, Comic Con is now like the E three of you know TV shows and movies. Oh yeah. So it's interesting. One of the first ones was the uh, Doctor Strange official trailer number two that came out. Yeah, such a better trailer than the first one. Yeah, it tells you a lot more. That woman that is like his teacher is always freaking creepy to me. I forget what that actress's name is. I forget too, unfortunately. Yeah, but she always creeped me out ever since that Leonardo DiCaprio movie called The Beach. The Beach. The, was it The Beach? Yeah, The Beach. Do you remember that one? Was it not? Uh, wait, I do not remember that movie at all. You said Leonardo DiCaprio, right? It was the movie he made right after Titanic. Ooh, wow. That's definitely why I don't remember. Because I remember he also made The Man in the Iron Mask. Uh, I don't remember that. Exactly. Like, oh, was that like, was that like, um, what's that famous play? Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo. Nope. Uh, the one, the no, I got that Phantom so of the wrong. Opera. Is it? Is it that? Uh, is I'm, it kind of like that? Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's a uh, you know I honestly don't know much about it. I just remember that was like during the time when Leonardo DiCaprio like he just became this huge mega star and everybody wanted a piece of him. Everybody still kind of wants a piece of Leonardo DiCaprio. It's insane. You don't. You really don't remember this movie? The I beach? do not. The beach. Hell no! I don't remember the beach. Yeah. Well, anyway, this anyway. woman was in it. Uh, the teacher mm-hmm. of um of uh Doctor Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah. And, and there's a scene where Leo and her fuck, and then they're done, and then she's like. You should go to bed because I may want sex in the morning. And ever since then, I've been really freaked out by Jeez, her. Do you want eggs with that sex? <laughs> ever since I was like, ooh, I didn't know women could creep me out. Like a rapey vibe could exist for dudes. But like <clears throat> back in 2000, it weirded me out hardcore. And I've never forgotten that. It's sexually imprinted on me in a bad way. Wow, that's pretty fucking Am weird. Am I getting that... too honest here? I'm I don't sorry. know how we went from Doctor Strange to this fucking shit, but here we are. She freaks me out, man. I don't know her name. I guess. Anywho. 
Uh, Doctor Strange, that first trailer, uh, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, he's going to be playing the titular character in the movie. I love the visuals so much more in the second trailer. They gave you just such a better idea of what, like, the mystic world of the Marvel Universe is going to be like. The way they're constantly uh, transporting and teleporting all over the world. The look of the city as it's sort of, like, constantly moving and changing. Very Inception-like. It has a... Anytime the world warps around someone, though, it feels like Inception. Like, Inception yeah. sort of invented that feel. Yeah. But they have different looks here. Like, there's the crystals, the the, the ring, you know, that kind of, like, spiral portal that they have, you know. And uh, Ben Benderdatch Cumberbatch is, is a great actor, you know. Can't say his name, but mm-hmm. he's damn good. And they also have the guy that plays... Um, uh, it's not Kublai Kublai Khan uh, from Khan? from uh, uh, what is that Marco Polo on the yeah, Netflix we're show. We're looking at the trailer right now. Can you point him out for me? Yes, I will find this man. All right, because this trailer is just insane. There's so many things going on in it, all the magic and stuff. And there he is, that guy right there. Yeah, um, I believe the actor's name is Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong, on, ironically is... playing a character named Wong. I'm trying not to make jokes. Yeah, he's trying, he's... trying not to make jokes. <laughs> the point is, oh, that guy's uh, in um, the main bad guy is the bad guy in Man in High Castle from um, the Amazon original series. I forget this guy's mm. name. He play- I'm, I'm looking up these actors right now. I think it's uh, is it Mads Mikkelsen? He plays Nazis. As, uh, he looks playing, like a good uh, Nazi. He's playing Caecilius, one of the masters of the mystics arts, who uh, breaks off into his own sect from the ancient one. The ancient one is that bald woman. That's Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Tilda she, Swinton. Tilda freaked me out when I was a child. <laughs> I'm more freaked out by this freaking Caecilius guy. Like, his makeup looks really, like, if you really look at it up close. Oh, it's good. Like, it's like the, you know, like, his eyes are, like, eroding away. Like, yeah. It's really creepy looking. He really um, looks like he needs some sleep. Yeah. He's, he's like. We, we might actually have our very first, like, perfect Marvel villain. I don't know. I don't want to jump the gun quite yet. That's a pretty um, bold statement, bro. It is a bold statement because in superhero movies, getting the villain right, for some odd reason, is fucking impossible. I don't know what it is. Either they're just too one note or their plan is just, I'm evil because, or, you know, I want to take over this evil corporation a la Ant-Man or Iron Man. Like, it's just, it's all kind of the same. But since we're going into the mystic world of the Marvel Universe, this is really going to open some big doors. Speaking of which, um, you know, in a way it's kind of connected to this because it's a part of the MCU. Uh, The next season of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to feature the character of Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider is another one of those characters who sort of like lives within the realm of the mystic world of Marvel Universe. You want Ghost Rider to be cool, but it's just... He never can. They can't pull it off, Corey. I don't know what to say. They can't. How can pull they it not off. pull off a dude wearing all black leather with a flaming skull on a motorcycle look cool? Although to be fair, the version of Ghost Rider they're using in the upcoming season of Shield is going to be based on a newer version of Ghost Rider who doesn't even drive a motorcycle. What's he do? He, he drives a car. He drives you know, a car. Yeah, because there's multiple versions. Is it a of hybrid? The, like, is he trying uh, I don't, to save I don't the think world? the Ghost Rider would drive a freaking hybrid. It's a, it's a damn muscle car as far as I can see, and it does look cool. You know, I guess that's the whole point of the Ghost Rider. I mean, he just needs to have a vehicle, but I've just always associated him with motorcycles and everything. But again, this is a very different version of the Ghost Rider, so they're really starting to expand on the whole, like, mystic world of the Marvel movies. And I have to say, the second trailer sold me a lot more than the first. It does have me genuinely more excited because we've said this in the past, like, we don't know that much about Doctor Strange, and I'm willing to bet that you know, 70% of the movie-going public who go to see Doctor Strange probably won't even know who he is or know that much about the character. I don't know that much about him. I had to pretty much start doing research once I heard that this character was going to get his own movie and they were putting such a big star in there. I was like, okay, this must be an important character. And the more research you do in certain scenarios, Doctor Strange is, like, more powerful than all the Marvel heroes put together. Yeah, like, like he should be able to wipe the floor with the Avengers from everything that I've read. Yeah, maybe they could beat him up if he was an early version that hadn't quite learned his powers. There's those things. But yeah. as far as, like, him actually understanding, you know, uh, him his power level, if you will, mm-hmm. is definitely over 9,000. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and move on uh, to the next trailer. That's Doctor Strange. We're in agreement. It looks pretty good. Uh, we're moving into DC territory. I didn't even expect we, them to we don't show have a trailer to t- for this. We, yeah, I want to talk about this, but like, we don't have to talk about all these trailers. Let's just pick the ones we want. Yeah, to talk uh, Justice about. League. Yeah, Justice League trailer. 
wow, when the fuck did they make this? They must have been pumping this out like two weeks before. I mean, when you really think about it, Ben Affleck has been in that goddamn bat suit for like a couple of years at this point. Yeah, at this considering point. Considering how much they've been uh, filming it. But this first trailer was interesting. Um, it, it's obvious that they're going for a more lighthearted tone with Justice League as opposed to Batman versus Superman. Obviously, there's a lot of backlash from that. And you can see that through the way that the characters interact in this trailer, especially the scene with uh, Bruce Wayne and the Flash. Yes, because which, the the Flash and him are like kind of they got like the buddy sort of feel going on, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a very much Tony Stark and Spider-Man. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe I get from it. And it really does make sense when you think about like how that works, like their dynamic is very similar. Um, but I like that they're uh, doing a pretty good job with the look of the Flash and the way he like looks when he moves. Like I like there's that big burst of lightning, which is good because that'll differentiate him from uh, other you know characters in superhero movies that move really fast, like Quicksilver, who basically just everything sort of slows down for him. Yeah, Quicksilver has kind of different powers than the Flash if you really look at it. Like the mm-hmm. Flash kind of controls time. Yeah, in a way, like. It, Again, I'm not the biggest expert on The Flash at all. I don't think I've ever even owned a Flash comic book. I just know that he has access to this, like, speedster dimension or whatever the hell it's called that allows him to, like, sort of, like, manipulate the flow of time in a sense. Well, so that Quicksilver when he moves, can it's really not just... just him moving fast. It's, like, it's something else entirely. Like, he moves into another dimension he's going so fast. He goes into the upside-down world. Basically. We'll, we'll save that for, for, for later. <laughs> Let's not confuse all of this shit. There's a lot of... Material to cover here, but um, other things in the trailer, basically, okay. they're just Aquaman. showing off the, uh, the main group. So there's Aquaman. They are pulling it off. He might be cool looking. Mm-hmm. But we know? haven't seen him do anything Aquaman-like yet. Aside he drank. From, he stood in the rain. What is he drinking right there, by Rum the way? Can we, or it looks whiskey. like whiskey. Or yeah, he's drinking some whiskey. Some he's he's going to break the bottle, and he's going to stand in front of the waves. Yeah. Like, I want to see him with a trident. I want to see him with his armor and summoning, like, armies of sharks and shit. Yeah. To be honest, they're, that they're would be keeping, a terrifying power. It would be. I mean, Aquaman is someone you don't want to fuck with. Even on land, he will fuck your shit up in ways you can't believe. Um, and but, if you're uh, next to a pet store, I mean, you ever had your ass kicked by a goldfish? I mean, shit, it can he's going to make it happen. <laughs> Damn right. All the, all the yellowfin and tuna can't save you now. Yeah. So uh, he looks pretty cool. Yeah. He, You know, Batman and him look like they're going to have... They look like some of the more powerful characters. Oh, without a doubt. You know, and, and I'd say of the current group, you know, because Superman's dead, but let's face it, he's fucking not. I mean, he's, Aquaman he's is the most powerful member of the group. He's sleeping. He's in a a, a, a healing coma. He's I in think. a convenient movie placed coma. <laughs> is what he's in. Um, but you know, let's let's move on from Aquaman. Of course, Batman is there. It's pretty much exactly the Batman you'd expect from uh, Batman versus Superman, which is to say, it's good. I think mm-hmm. Ben Affleck is still doing a great job of pulling off the character. We already mentioned the Flash. He has that awesome moment in the trailer where he catches the Batarang in slow motion. And I love that shot because not only is it a great way to display his powers, but, like, you can kind of see from the expression on his face, he's like, holy shit, this dude is Batman. Yeah, like, like he gets a- it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Batman hiding his identity is, like, just like him not killing people. Mm-hmm. He just says, fuck it. I'll just tell people who I am. <laughs> yeah. Screw it. New continuity. We can do what the fuck we want. <laughs> Um, other part characters in the trailer, you know, they show off Wonder Woman again, uh, doing what she does best, which is using, uh, all of her cool weaponry. Uh, for me personally, my favorite character from the trailer was Cyborg, but only because of this core group, Cyborg is easily the freshest. And that's saying a lot because this is a character who's been around in the comics since the 1980s. Cyborg interests me, but I know nothing about him and I'm kind of cool with that. I just want to kind of see what he develops into. Cyborg is a great character. You know, he he got his start on the Teen Titans and then eventually became a full-fledged member. You mean member. start as in on, like, TV show, like, now being no, in introduced? The, uh, in the 80s, I believe, originally he started in the Teen Titans comics, which was, like, Robin. Oh, I thought you meant the Teen Titans kids show. No, like, but he's on there, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's Cyborg has always been associated with them, but he's also recently, in the last couple years, in the DC comics, become a full-fledged member of the Justice League. And he's really freaking powerful. I mean, obviously his whole gimmick is his name. He's a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, all of his powers revolve around the fact that his body is like half metal. He has a lot of cool weaponry, lots of blasters. Is and he stuff, always like look like that? Does it? Because I uh, saw an image of him earlier walking um, around with like some Letterman high school jacket. Technically, no. He should always look like a cyborg because a lot of his body should be lost. Like that's the whole yeah. point. Like he got into a bad accident. 
and he was transformed into this kick-ass cyborg and like he didn't cross at the crosswalk yeah and someone fucked him up pretty much yeah okay. i think in, it the, more... in the superhero world though walking across the street without looking usually results in superpowers you better not wear a pearl necklace either i don't fucking, think that's gonna happen shot and they'll break it I was talking with my friend Ben the other day, too, because we were we just got done seeing the Suicide Squad, and we were talking about the DC Universe and Cyborg and everything. He's like, you know what would be a really cool fight? Cyborg versus Frankie from One Piece. That would be cool. That would be cool. Because they're basically happen. both cyborgs. Yeah. And as much as I love Frankie, as cool as that dude is, as ridiculous as he is, the fact that he can ride around in mechs and stuff, I honestly think Cyborg would just destroy Frankie. He might. I literally know nothing about him. I, yeah. I, I'm kind of excited because I don't want to go learn about the character. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm kind of learning. In some ways, I don't want to go learn about the character, yeah. study their origin, because then I, that's all I'll know, and I'll go in and pick a part that they didn't follow it exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've just accepted at this point things are different in the movie-verse. I mean, they're just they're completely different. You can never expect them to be the same, especially with characters who've been around since the frickin' 1940s. I'm just glad they finally make these characters cool because, man, every superhero movie before, like, you know, what would you say, like, mid-2000s just sucks so hard most of the time. For the most part, yes. There's Batman exceptions. Yeah. There's Batman exceptions. Mm -hmm. But um, besides that, you know, like, what is it, that horrible Captain America movie they made back in the day? What was that, the early 90s? Do you know that one I'm talking about? Yeah, that one's pretty damn bad. That's what superhero movies were like before they got CGI Captain America in that that movie, he wore... His Captain America suit, and I don't know why they got lazy with this. Instead of just cutting out ear holes, they put fake ears on the outside of the mask, and it's so obvious. I mean, that movie reeks of straight to VHS. <laughs> I mean, like they clearly didn't have much of a budget to work with, and even Marvel's like, "Fuck, we're not gonna look at this movie. What is this? This is awful." And that's probably one of the reasons why we didn't see Marvel movies until basically 2000, 2001, when Spider-Man came out, or uh, I guess you could say X-Men, but that was still. I believe 1998 when that came out, 1999, 2000 mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I think 2000 actually is when that one came out. Um, but yeah, um, Justice League, it, it gives me a little bit of hope for the DC Universe, but after Suicide Squad and Batman vs. Superman, I can't really say anything until I see the final product because I've just been sort of let down by them lately. I'm excited uh, about this new Harry Potter film. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You know, I actually haven't even seen this trailer. You have not? No. I just... So this is the backstory. Do you know about this or do am I explaining Did this? Did I just see is... Colin Farrell? Yeah, Carl, All right, Colin We got Farrell. Colin Farrell in the Potterverse. Um, so, yeah, I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. So this guy you're seeing on screen now, this like charming little British man, um, <laughs> is uh, going to be... I don't even need to hear him talk and I know he's British. And <laughs> It's Harry Potter, though. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a stretch. So the whole point is he wrote the book that the kids study okay the yeah, fantastic fantastic beast and where to find them yeah and so now this is a, a book going back and seeing his adventures and writing the book and okay, walking and all the, through all the, the creatures wacky things that he saw so this is a prequel to the potter movies if i'm correct yes okay um the movie is set is in new york in 1920s the really? roaring new 20s york. new york that's interesting yeah it should be good yeah maybe it won't all be british actors that's maybe that's why colin farrell's there Perhaps. I is mean, Colin I know, Farrell British? He is not British, but I believe he is... Scottish. I think he's either Scottish or Irish. Anyway, he's got a good American accent. Mm-hmm. You can't tell anyway. I don't know. I don't know. We could oh. be, for all we know, he's Who's that? Australian. Did you see that? Oh. Is that John Voight? John Voight's in it. John Voight. You know what I love about John Voight? The oh, way what? he says robot. You know how he pronounces it? Uh-uh. Robot. Robot. Yeah, the only reason I know that... <laughs> In the original Transformers movie, when he's pissed off, he's like, so you telling me you got a frozen robot down here and you didn't even decide to tell us? Well, you got a big problem now. <laughs> Fucking John Voight. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to get eaten by a big snake or like a snake-like creature in this <laughs> movie. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. But, I mean, this is interesting. You know, it's, it's breathing some life into the Harry Potter world. We're actually seeing uh, characters we've never seen before, which is kind of interesting, and you know, getting out of the school setting could really do a great job of expanding the scope of the uh, the Harry Potter world. Get away from kids. Let's yeah. make it like... I mean, this has got to be a prequel, though, if this takes place in... Mm. I mean, this clearly looks like, what, 1926 yeah. New York? That's definitely before Harry Potter, then. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that took place in somewhat modern times. Yeah, it was, it was meant to be a modern sort mm. of setting. And okay. uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. Um, I might even go to the theater and see that one. I did not care for the last couple of Harry Potter movies. But ah, the tone changed so much. Just yeah, it did. You know, I just don't like watching those 
fucking young superpowered wizards bitching in the woods for two hours. It was just <laughs> oh, certain people hate us for saying that. Yeah, they they do, but you know that that that, that just happens. I don't even want to talk about Legion. Legion okay. is stupid. Just say, give a synopsis. It's, Legion it's an, is X Men TV show on FX, and there's like none of your favorite X Men in it. And it's just an excuse to and sort done. of get out of there. Yeah, okay. get out of there. Don't care. Not even caring. Wonder Woman, though. Honestly, first time in a while. Should I say first time in a while? Do I sound sexist saying this? That I care about a woman superhero. I just said it. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I mean, how many women superheroes get starring roles? Um, exactly. Yeah. Zilcho. Yeah. None. And also, she looks like a strong woman. Like this isn't a set. Like she is beautiful, but she doesn't look. Like, just sexy. Like, this is a woman that has a bone structure that's strong. I believe that she could kick someone's ass in real life, even if she wasn't a superhero. Yeah. You know, I like, mean, you know, Wonder Woman has to be a beautiful woman, though. Of course. I mean, she's like, always been like that. I'm just saying she's not Carmen Electra with, like, little toothpick arms and no, big no. titties. You know, like, she actually looks like a person that could lift weights and kick your ass in real life. It's definitely looking like this is going to be DC's answer to Captain America, the first Avenger, though. It pretty much looks like the almost obviously different in ways, but in, in very similar sort of origin stories. You know, mm-hmm. it was a back-in-the-day character that gets frozen and comes back. And I don't even think she gets frozen. I think it's just because she lives for so long. Oh, does she? She's yeah, I think forever? that's what it is. I'm probably wrong about that. Again, this is what the internet is for. Correct us all in the comment section, guys. We don't um, know these things. We don't. We just, we, you know, I used to watch Justice League back in the day. I know very little about Wonder Woman, though, to be I know her powers. I mean, she's super powerful. She's an Amazonian warrior. She has the lasso of truth. She has shield. She has a sword. And she'll snoo, just snoo. fuck your shit up. Exactly. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. Man, I really hope. I, I, I really didn't want to die this way, but I always really hoped I would. <laughs> all death by crushed pelvis Uh, yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean her costume looks pretty cool um i would like it to be a little brighter but that's Mm. just me personally but they got to try and make these things look semi-realistic the best part of the trailer obviously when she's just fucking whipping ass kicking the shit out of people i mean it looks really awesome and it looks like a well-shot movie it looks like a very well-made movie and her world war ii fight scenes look cool as hell yeah so there's a lot of cool stuff going on with this. Although, I'm, I'm in the boat, though, where it's like, you know, I like that it's, you know, they're trying to establish, like, a full backstory with her, and it's set during World War One and everything, but I kind of want to get back to modern days. Yeah, but they have to do something, right? I, I suppose. I mean, I don't even know who the villain is going to be in this movie, but then again, I don't Hitler? know much about Wonder Woman villains. Oh, wait, it's World War One. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's probably going to be some Germans. Some Germans. That's for damn sure. Aye. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good trailer. Again, I I don't know how to feel about it until I see it because just I've been so disillusioned by the DC Universe movies. DC needs a win, and I don't mean a decent movie. I mean I'm talking smash Iron Man one win. You know, mm. like they need they need a super win, or else they'll always be behind uh, uh, Marvel. They just always will be. I mean that's that's almost been a constant even in the actual like comic verse like Marvel's always been slightly ahead in some ways you know just they, they know how to market their shit and the fact that Marvel is the actual comic book company is like making those movies and have a lot of say in how they go mm-hmm. that's that speaks volumes for the quality this I wonder how watching... much they make versus comics versus movies versus comics? Yeah, like, how much did they make last year with the movies versus the comic books? Because um, at a certain point, you've got to say Marvel is now a movie company and not a comic book company primarily. Um, I mean, they're definitely... They're probably making more money from their movies. Couldn't you make that case that they're actually more of a movie company? Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Kind of cool. You know, I mean, they can sustain themselves with that stuff. Skull Island. Kong. Skull Island. Brand new King Kong movie, which... I didn't expect anything like this, to be perfectly honest. A fucking um, ape ate me. <laughs> it's only because it's got <laughs> Sam Jackson in it. I know. But yeah, Sam, and what's interesting, too, is that this is a King Kong movie that's a reboot, and it's like a remake, but it's set in modern day, which is definitely the biggest twist. A lot of the times when they do remakes of King Kong, which they've technically only done two, uh, they always set it usually like in a, a different period, like... Peter Jackson's was set in the original 1933. Jeff Bridges in the 70s played one, which took place in the early 70s. Uh, but this one is going to be a modern-day take. And the main reason, of course, that they're doing that is because this is the inevitable setup for King Kong versus Godzilla. Really? Yes. A lot of people don't realize that yet because this is being done by Legendary Pictures. Mm-hmm. And Legendary Pictures has always been planning 
on doing a King Kong vs. Godzilla remake. And there's a lot of evidence to that in this. One, it's set in modern day. Two, when you actually get a glimpse of Kong at the very end, avid fans will notice, whoa, Kong has never been this big before. Well, he's, he's massive. He he's so fucking huge. big. huge. And the reason they did this, of course, is because they had to make him a little bit bigger to go up against Godzilla. Yeah. Because if the, let's say Peter Jackson, King Kong went up against Godzilla, Godzilla would just stomp on him. He literally was only like maybe to his knee. Yeah. As big. Like he would pick him up with his hands and rip him in half. Like, yeah. But this new version of Kong, like that final shot at the end when you see him coming out of the mist. Yeah. Like he's fucking huge. Like look at him right there. He looks like a big, Bigfoot or something. Yeah. That's, uh, that was an interesting shot. Yeah. He's like standing upright a little bit more. Yeah, and he has uh, longer legs than a true gorilla, by the way. Gorillas don't have long legs. they got little stumpy legs. Yeah, but they he's do. Got yeah like, he does look like a, a Bigfoot right there. Yeah. Th- that's how they're... That's what? the only way, though, he's going to be able to go up against... Uh, look at yeah, that. From the producers of, big letters, Godzilla. Yeah, this is the beginning of King Kong versus Godzilla. Without so. a doubt. Which I honestly think will be cool to see if they can pull it off, but how about let's get more monster scenes and less human scenes lot just no hot people that way you don't want to show them yeah. just get ugly people and monsters so you'll cut to the monsters more often here's that shot i think coming up of uh king kong in a second uh there he is again another shot from the silhouette like his hand there is huge knocking on that helicopter but the final shot of his face is just massive and terrifying yeah like that's lo- that's like four times the size of the original king kong just right there i'm excited yeah. It looks I mean, like it's, Vietnam it's a, meets monster movies. Yeah. It, it looks intense. Which know? I think I think big monster movies are due for a comeback, especially with all the superhero films. It's a good it's a good uh um uh like phase into monster movies get away from superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like cuz in some ways I'm not saying superhero movies are going to fade away or be a fad cuz it's almost gone on too long to be a fad. It's mm-hmm. more of a movement at this point. Yeah. Um but I would say if they do bring something else back, monster movies is cool with me. Like big, yeah, big, big destructive monster movies. Speaking of which, uh, the Japanese Godzilla movie came out. and It sucked. It, it didn't suck. But In even, your face, Godzilla, we made a better one. <laughs> I don't know. If, well, I face, wouldn't Japan. say that necessarily. But then again, I might be wrong too. Because even the Japanese fan base are, are kind of like, we don't know how we feel about this new Godzilla. He's it's got a little a big, strange. He's got a big tail. He's got a really big tail, and just like our Godzilla movie, he's only in it for about ten minutes. Most of the movie is humans talking. I which, love that. Which I'm sure everybody just loved, but it looked like it was way better shot and uh, produced than any other Godzilla movie before it. Japanese production. Um, like, a lot of the cine- cinematography and the shots of the tanks and the military attacking Godzilla look really impressive. Godzilla himself, eh, he looks okay. I mean, you know, he's a guy in a suit, and uh, it looks a little better, but there are still some moments where it's like you can tell that is a guy in a suit. Yes, yeah. you can tell that's a guy in a suit. And uh, that movie should be coming uh, our uh, to our shores in a couple of months to theaters for a limited time, and then Funimation is going to release the DVD and Blu-ray of it. So I am really interested Funimation. to see Yes, Funimation. They've been getting really behind a lot of Japanese releases, like they're uh, doing um, the Attack on Titan live-action films, and they're releasing those. And this makes sense. That was same. All they do picture. is release shit. Yeah. <laughs> t- but uh, let's uh, speaking on. of uh, you know Netflix and stuff. Let's go ahead and move on to Netflix. The Defenders. The Defenders. Yes, there's a lot of brand new superhero shows coming to Netflix. This is good. I didn't know this was going to be made because here's the thing. My girlfriend was pissed they were not using the Flash from the TV shows. You know, um, oh wait, it's the Flash. Flash is DC. That's that is different. DC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're not using the uh, the one on the TV and then any of the movies. Yeah, completely different person. Why though? Why uh, this is a different because topic, they're not the I same guess. continuity. I guess, but like you get they to know those. Conf- they don't want to confuse people. If you use that Flash, you'll be like, oh, so this that means Ben Affleck exists in the Flash TV universe. No, I no. get what you're saying, but at the same time, you kind of want to use the person you're used to. You know. Okay, these are all. This is great because they got the the D from Daredevil. They got the E from some. I don't know where the hell all this is. From. I don't think that has anything to do. With it, but I think I know what you're saying though. They use the D to spell out the the Defender. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Defenders is going to be kind of like the the Avengers of the streets of New York, like all of the Netflix characters, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and they're going to team up and go against their very own villains. And I, I you know. I like this idea. I think it's cool. I'd still want to see these guys make some formative appearance in a movie at some point, even if it's just a small cameo. I just want like Daredevil to show up and get punched by the Hulk and get knocked out. Like just that something. would be that would kill him. Yeah, <laughs> it would 
be just I don't know why that would happen, but it would be crazy. It'd just be funny. But I'd like to see Daredevil interact with uh, you know, the other people from uh the Netflix TV series. Obviously Daredevil's got another season coming around. There is a teaser for that, but it doesn't really show anything. It just to let you know season three is coming. Um Luke Cage trailer. It's basically just Luke Cage beating the fuck out of people for like a couple minutes. Uh, it, it's a great introduction to his character. There's a scene where he takes a metal door and like wraps it around people. What? <laughs> You'll see. I what haven't I mean. seen this trailer yet. So I you know. haven't seen Luke Cage yet. Luke no. Cage is a character who first appeared, I think, in. What's his special power? I don't get it. Uh, he's basically just super fucking powerful. Okay. Is yeah, he always like been... he just ripped off a car door and then he just busts into this place and then just starts fucking up all of these bad guys? It's pretty damn awesome. And that's all he does, huh? Pretty much, yeah. But he's it, de- is he he's like, defender of the streets. How did he get? How did he get these powers? Uh, that I don't know. I'm not the biggest expert on Luke Cage, but I know that he's a character who's been around for a good long while, um, and just he's a badass. That's really all you need to know about him. Yeah, he just like ripped a wire out of the. Uh, oh, he can get shot and not get yeah. hurt. I mean, he's he's a bad motherfucker, and it's going to be really great to see him team up with all the other characters and. Hopefully the show will allow him to really go crazy and maybe they'll uh, up the ante a bit in terms of the action because Luke Cage can be a pretty destructive and powerful character. Is he? Is he's going to be in the Defenders? Yes, he is. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm interested. And I think he originally first appeared in. I think he's made. He's, I he's think Jessica he, Jones. He fucked her. Yes, yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, he was in definitely in Jessica Jones. That's his. Literally, that's his girlfriend. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe he had a cameo in Daredevil. I forgot. I don't remember that. Um, but in any case, uh, there it is for the Netflix show. I mean, they do have Iron Fist as well, but the Iron Fist trailer shows nothing. It doesn't show anything. It like, just shows... You see freaking nothing the whole time. You just Iron Fist is going to be an interesting show. Just like Daredevil, I really hope they eventually get to use Iron Fist's actual costume. Because it is kind of silly looking, but it's the type of costume that I would love to see. It's actually kind of similar uh, to Daredevil's first costume in the Netflix series, the one that was all black. Uh-huh. And just had, like, uh, he wore, like, a hood. Oh, whoops. Except that it's, not. like, all yellow. I think it's yellow and green is the colors of it. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't wear a shirt? Uh, sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. But traditionally, he, he has, like, a full costume. Um, but his whole power is just like his name is implies. He can punch the shit out of things thanks to his super-powered kung fu. Okay, so he punches yeah. shit stuff. So he's kind of like a Batman character. In a, in a way. I mean, you know, just a typical costume vigilante with cool powers, but like Daredevil and Luke Cage, like, see, there's a cool shot. You're looking at the uh, the comic book versions of the characters. Yeah. Um, all very accurate to what they are going to be like in the actual shows. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited for that. Like, I really can't wait for those shows. Like, look at the, look at that classic image. Look at that, this hobo. Oh my god, hobo Iron Fist. Yeah. Like, like go one? down a little bit. See uh, that classic one from like the 70s right there, right to the left of that? Uh, you, you just passed over it with your mouse. There? Up, 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 left, there it is. Oh, okay. Like, that's classic Luke Cage and the Iron Fist. <laughs> look at Luke Cage right there. Look at that, that open V-neck. Oh my god, it looks like Shaq. <laughs> a chain belt. for a fucking belt. It looks like it serves no purpose. That's so awesome, though. I know, no belt That's loops the on coolest pants thing about superhero costumes, when something doesn't serve a purpose, but it just looks cool. <laughs> That's like anime rules, too. Like, anime... Co- you ever go, like... you ever cosplay as an anime character, and you, like, wear the suit, and you're like, fuck! There's no way that people wear this stuff and have a cool fight. No. It's it just would make impossible. no sense. It would make no sense. <laughs> okay, well, that was cool. Iron Fist, interested. Yeah, Don't definitely. know much about it, it It's going to be awesome. Uh, we got the new Lego Batman movie. The new movie. Lego Batman. Dude, this was the best trailer of This Comic-Con. feels like a guilty pleasure, Corey. I don't know. Like, it's funny to me, you know, that it's, uh, that it actually is existing. <laughs> that they're actually making this. The the actor that plays him, uh, the guy from Arrested Development, mm-hmm. very funny dude. Yeah, Will Arnett. Yeah, very funny guy. So you know, He might have ruined some parts of the new Ninja Turtles movies, but at least he's rectifying that with Lego <laughs> Batman, which... Just looks so funny and so visually appealing. I loved the animation style of the Lego movie. A movie that should have totally just sucked just because of the entire concept of it. Uh-huh. But damned, I'll be, I'll be damned if it isn't clever as shit. And a lot of the people who are working on Robot Chicken, the writers and stuff, are working on this. And you can definitely tell. 
not just through the the animation, but just the uh, the style of jokes that they're using and everything. Just <laughs> oh, it's so great. I love this part coming up right here where he dresses up as Robin. Yeah, and then he rips his pants off. <laughs> it's oh. fucking hilarious i love it oh my i've shown this trailer to so many people and everybody's like yeah that was like the best trailer of comic-con that is funny that, that life is... doesn't give you seat belts that's what batman lets him know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah, and uh, zach galifianakis is gonna be the joker oh that is gonna be an awkward funny joker oh it's gonna be great yeah <laughs> Wait, I gotta hear that voice real quick. You barely hear him at all. Oh, okay. Like, I think he, he basically laughs. Yeah, and that's it. Um, but it just looks like it's gonna be a really fun movie. A nice distraction from the more super serious uh, DC films. Which, <laughs> again, like it's it, it's it's so sad that like every DC movie that I've seen has like sucked, but the Lego Movie is the one that I'm really excited about, <laughs> and I love the quality of it. Like that, something is wrong. Uh, but it also made me real. We'll, we'll get into that more when we get into the Suicide Squad. Uh, just I think DC works better animated than it does as live action. In some ways, yes, I agree. It kind of a- animated rules work better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll skip the Suicide Squad trailer because we've already seen it. Yeah, that movie's uh, out, man. Snowden, who cares? Uh, Game of Thrones. Isn't that ending uh, getting to go to two its more final seasons? Season? Two more seasons. So is it going to go past the books and create its own ending? It already has. Last season already has passed the okay, books. Okay, so I guess it's. I mean. Is the book? Do you think are they going to reflect the TV show, or are they? Just I have no like, idea. They have not. R.R. Uh, Martin has not commented on that, mm. so um, I don't know. He's too busy drawing wieners. Um, the other thing is, uh, he is going to get another series that he's done called, I think, The Wild, made into a TV show, which is also longer than Game of Thrones will be when it's done, and it's oh, already cool. all done. Is I this think. something that? Oh, it, it is finished. Yes, I think it's finished. I'm like 90% sure I read that. Okay. And so that's going to be cool. I mean, if it's hardcore like Game of Thrones, that'll mm-hmm. be cool. And uh, But Game of Thrones really doesn't have much left. There's only like three or four major factions, and once they kill them off, that'll be that. Yeah. And then you'll wake up, and it'll all be a dream. <laughs> God, I hope not. Okay, that's, that's bad writing. I'm not even talking about those things. Mm-mm. Not talking about it. Um, do you want to talk about this? Uh, not really. No. Okay. No, no, no Ninja Turtles. No, no, no. There were, I mean, there were some cool things going on uh, with an. They did a lot of these like little animated shorts, which were done by different animation teams. Um, most of them are funny and goofy. Mm-hmm. So if you're into that, check it out. I'm sure it's better than any of the new live action movies. Which, if you, <laughs> here's a little bit of advice: if you don't want to watch a new Ninja Turtle movie and you just want to see the coolest scenes, just YouTube that shit. It's everywhere. Dude, I almost digitally rented, um, Daredevil, not Daredevil, um. Um, Deadpool almost digitally rented it paid like $4 on Amazon or whatever it is just to rent it for like 24 hours mm-hmm. and then I was like fuck it I'm just going to watch the best scenes on YouTube and then I did <laughs> that <laughs> it's, it's true though like I saw every Bebop and Rocksteady scene and uh, man they have so much more chemistry than any other characters <laughs> in those movies it makes me want to see a full on Bebop Rocksteady movie I think that would be pretty awesome The Adventures of Bebop and Rocksteady there you go there's the title right there make it fucking happen Paramount Make it fucking happen. But anywho, I would say that Comic-Con was pretty successful on the trailer's front. Yes. Hell, aside from... The Rick and Morty thing. The Rick and Morty thing. Oh my gosh! (laughs) The Rick and... The Rick and Morty stuff they had at Comic-Con was great because not only did they show off some of the brand new panels and the brand new sketches and composites they had for all the upcoming episodes... But they also had this like weird animatic that they created where they took an actual court case, which took place in Georgia, and it was just one of the raunchiest... It's just of this judge in this just criminal just arguing for ten minutes straight, and they decided to read the entire transcript of the court case with Morty being the judge and Rick being the defendant... And it's fucking hilarious. It is rock-solid funny for ten whole minutes. It's so funny. And at first when I saw this, I'm like, is this going to be in an episode? This is just ten minutes of of just dick jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And butt-fucking. Yeah, and it's just, it's so damn funny because these characters bring so much life to that. But my favorite uh, animatic that they showed, aside from that, just because it's so funny, was the uh, one where Rick has turned into a pickle. 
Um, Which, just saying that out loud, you're looking at it right there, actually. Yeah, I'm pulling uh, it up. Once you get past this, Willem, oh, speaking of Willem Dafoe, I'm going to mention something about him in a second. Um, <laughs> let me make sure to write that down. That's a big one. Um, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, there's something. He just got a, announced to play a big character in an upcoming God, Netflix show. Every time I see him look pissed, I think of that Boondog Saints movie where he's like, stop being such a fag. Which it went after he got done <laughs> having gay sex with his lover, you know? Willem Dafoe. Do you remember that? You yeah. remember that scene where he's like, "Don't be such a fag," totally. and then he walks off. It's funny. But this, uh, before we get to that, this Rick and Morty animatic of him. There's going to be an episode where somehow Rick is transformed into a pickle. He has no arms and legs, and he falls into the sewer. So he has to find a way to escape. And since he's such a super genius, he's found a way to take like the body parts of dead animals and put it on him and control them. And there's a scene where this rat is about to kill him, and then he, like, kills the rat, takes its brain, and basically creates this, like, mecha, which is made out of, like, dead rat parts. Yes. And then you just watch him beat the fuck out of these rats in the most, like, violent, well-animated fashion. It also shows that this next season is going to have a much bigger budget in terms of the animation. I kind of get, like, a, a super jail vibe from it just because it's so over-the-top and violent, but damn, it's so creative-looking. And it just shows that this series has not lost its magic yet. We're on the third season, and each season just gets better and better in terms of the creativity and just the ridiculousness. I mean, really say this shit out loud. <laughs> he gets a rat brain attached to him that gets plugged into his brain. That is a pickle. Yes. Yeah, and here he is. He's about to fuck the rats. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It is. It's hilarious. I fucking love it. And I love the, the best part about it is that he sounds like he's really enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Like he's, he's having a fun time while he's doing all of this shit. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Using like nails. You went back to work at the rug weapons. store. <laughs> like that. Oh my god. You beat cancer and you went back to the rug store. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's safe to say that Rick and Morty season three is gonna be pretty damned amazing. I can't wait to see how it's gonna open too, if they're gonna actually do like a whole rick getting busted out of jail thing or if they're just gonna give a huge middle finger to the audience and find a way to get away from that have you seen the uh vr game the vr game there's a vr rick oh my god can you actually yeah interact with a plumbus you can hold a plumbus everyone has a plumbus in their home yeah can this you hear this weird yeah i can hear a little bit of it, yeah we finally did it we're coming to vr <laughs> Oh my god! They make fun games, though. They take that world and they expand it well. Um, yeah. Like the uh, uh, the Pokemon Sim or whatever the Pokemon game that they made. That's kind of mm -hmm. like Pokemon. What's that called? What the Rick and Morty Pokemon game? Oh, you, uh, Pocket Mortys. Pocket Mortys. Yeah. yeah, you know that's uh that's kind of funny. They just make fun games. Uh, so I'm glad they're doing VR. Hey, Dude, as long as I get to interact with a Plumbus, I'm <sighs> set, I have almost broke down like three different times and bought one of those uh, HTC Vines. Oh yeah. Yeah, I really want to. I just need one really like there are already enough cool games, but just one or two more. I, I still think it's better to wait though. Like a lot of the stuff one. that we're seeing is you know. It's just primitive. It's the type of shit that, like, five years after this, we're never going to play those type of games again. I know. You know I want one, it's, though. It's very gimmicky. I know you want one. And I I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money, but, like, I don't know if we've really reached that point yet where... Like, VR Hover Junkers is... looks great, dude. Have you seen Hover Junkers? Hover Junkers? Hover Junkers looks good. I have not seen Hover Fantastic Junkers. Contraptions looks amazing. It's the Fantastic a... Contraptions. Have you seen that? It, I, it's like a damn, uh, it's like a damn trippy LSD world game where you have to build contraptions, and then you have to like take this little uh, orb which will hang off of your contraption, and you have to make it drive to the goal, right? But mm -hmm. there'll be things that get in your way, and uh, so you have to build the contraption. You can, like stretch the the parts and stuff to build it, and um, I don't know. It just looks great, like really good. And then there are also a whole bunch of games like Doom. They're gonna make VR climber, the climb. I don't know. That looks freaky. I don't need a game that freaks me out like that. That's the other thing. It doesn't do VR justice when you watch someone play it. No, you do have to experience you it. You have to experience it. It does not make sense. Um, the surgery simulator. I don't know. That sounds fucked up. <laughs> Batman. The Batman VR game. That's going to be pretty cool, hopefully. You need to see uh, Hover Junkers. Let me yeah. see if I can pull up a video for you. Hover Junkers. Hover Junkers. Yeah. First, we take the Dingle Bop. And we smooth it out with a bunch of sleem. Mm. 
Mm. Hover Junkers. <laughs> Hover Junkers. Coming to a fucking video game console near you. Nope. VR headset near you. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pull up a Node video because I like Node. Node makes some of the best uh, gameplays, you know, and they, uh, they're they good at uh, uh, explaining and they have like beast equipment. And also, the HTC Vine is definitely better than the Oculus. No one saw that coming. Everyone thought the Oculus was going to be the gold standard. Yeah, well, I mean, because it was like, it was the golden boy. It was the one that like came out of the gates. Yeah. But you can, uh, so the way you play is you're like on a hover craft, and then you uh, you can, see so you have to show it where your play space is, like yeah. by installing these things, so it understands how big the hover platform is, and you can walk around it, and then um, you hold guns, and... I wish it would not do this dual-looking thing where you can actually just see it. I know what you mean. But so, they really just want to show off the perspectives. Yeah, so you get two revolvers. It's okay. pretty cool that you... I like that you can, like, really, like... This is the first like time that I feel like being good with a gun matters in, in a In an actual, like, video game? Yeah, like, understanding how to reload quickly, mm -hmm. understanding all that stuff, you know, like... It's very important to like being accurate. It's not about fast twitch muscles on a fucking mouse. I bet mouse. all those uh, those people who play like Counter Strike and all the competitive first person shooters are like, "Fuck." Well, this is gonna some... suck in the next couple years because yeah. now we're gonna have to actually learn how to shoot a gun. Let me see if I can find some gam gameplay. I mean, on maybe this they can thing. adapt to that type of stuff. You know, I mean, a lot of it's gonna have to do with hand eye coordination. Absolutely. Jazz, but... I just want to see them shoot at some stuff. Okay, so you're in these hover platforms, and uh, you'll move at high speeds. And see if boom. You have to like get down. Oh, dual, dual, uh, shorty and shotguns. You, and you, you you get in these big hover vehicles and you go to war with people in other hover vehicles. Yeah, and, and you you're hide like behind hiding. stuff. You yeah. shoot back. It looks fun. If yeah. it's this good already, you know, it's probably gonna be better in like another year. That's why I'm still holding off. Cause man, I want one, but you know, I'm gonna wait. I'll wait. I mean, until we get some full-fledged games and not just tech demo type stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is, you know, it's a it's a game in a sense, but this is a demo to show off the what concept. this stuff can do. Yeah, it's a concept. It's proof of concept. Mm -hmm. What's the other big game that just came out that uh, you said Ben got? Uh, I think it's No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Yeah, which is like a big space exploration game where you can claim your own planets and discover them. Is that good? What kind of reviews is that? Uh, I haven't even looked at the reviews yet. I know that like IGN says they're still working on the review. Uh, there might still be an embargo on some of the reviews. And since it's not your typical type of game, uh, it, it's hard to review it because it, it's one of those games that like never really ends. So mm. you have to kind of like find a stopping point before you like do an actual review of the game. Mm. I understand that. But that from makes what sense. I've been told, it's just it's fucking great. Everybody's been just loving that game. It's it's definitely the the flavor of the month right now. Uh, we'll have to see how long it's going to go. Um, it's a visually appealing game. I love the colors of it. What I don't care about is this shitty trailer for Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. How the fuck are they still making these movies? <laughs> God, we're trying to find a clip of No Man's Sky, and we see this Resident Evil. It's like fuck. They haven't made one in three years, and they're now making the final one. Now who cares? That chick's almost dead. Mila Jovovich? <laughs> Mila Jovovich is almost dead. Yeah, they need to like... She's almost a zombie now. Yeah, they need to get a new person. I don't even know what the damn uh, lore is of that series anymore. It well, let's put it this way. It ain't the games. Yeah. At all. But the games have somewhat become so, like the movies. It's I weird. guess it's not about fighting things. It's about walking around, it's discovering... It's about exploring yeah. uh, you know, newly discovered planets. To me, this is kind of what um, Destiny was supposed to be. You know, like, because mm -hmm. Destiny was all about flying around and seeing stuff, you know, and like, obviously Destiny wasn't really about that. I'm talking mm -hmm. on my ass. I don't really know what Destiny was about. It felt like a halo that you got to explore, you know. Essentially. But uh, there wasn't much exploring. You just kind of just fast traveled to dungeons and grinded on mm -hmm. them to get new And new it seems gear. like this game has traded in realistic aesthetics for a stylistic choice. It has a very spore kind of feel in mm -hmm. certain ways. And uh, I'm excited. And I've heard that the... um um the actual like flying around space is cool as shit. Yeah. So that's the part I love spaceships. Like you, you give me space. Like everyone's always like, oh, if I could be born at any time. I think we were talking about this earlier today. I'd be born in the eighties. I'd be born in seventy three, so I could, you know, have my teenage years in the eighties. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I want to be born two hundred years in the future where I can go to space and shit. Like that's my move. Uh, 
I want implants that uh, make me think 10 times faster. You know, I want all that shit. That's the, that's the life I want. So when you give me these space games and get to explore worlds and stuff, that's like right in my, that's right where I want to be. So, I mean, I like space shooters inherently. Like, I'm a huge Star Fox fan. I like the Star Wars Rogue Squadron games and flying around in the spaceships and everything. Um, and the whole exploration aspect. I think this game is, would make a great VR game. Yeah, it would. It, I mean, it's made for it. It's tailor-made. Looking and around the cockpit. A, yeah, I mean, just the visual style of the game would be really nice, too. Like I said, it's not super detailed. It's not super realistic, but it's got, like, it's very, like, I've never seen a game with this type of style. Yeah. But like you said, it is kind of similar to like say Spore or something, or like maybe Spore mixed with Destiny. Yeah, like Spore mixed with Destiny. Setting. Yeah, and so you get attacked here in mm-hmm. space. So you have space battles. You gotta uh, mess these dudes up. You gotta. Yeah, it looks like a fun game. Yeah. It looks like a game that I don't have the time for. That's for yeah, fucking well, sure. Well, the good thing. Well, that's funny you say that because uh, this is the type of game I've heard like you can play for ten minutes and be satisfied. Really? Okay, you we can got play a person for playing four live. hours and get like a, a big investment out of it. You we know? got someone um, uh, playing um, this game live right now on YouTube that for, on IGN's channel. So let's just see where they're at. We gotta watch this bitch do yoga first, though. Oh my god. We, we can't skip through the commercials on the show, guys. So uh, 30 seconds. Unless it gives us that option. But Feels you know like what? an eternity. I, I think I do need a new contact lens, so I'm no, convinced. No, this fucking, half the commercial was shot overexposed. It bothers me. They should have hired me. <laughs> I would have done it. A thousand bucks. Okay. Um, dude, I don't care. Is that Jessica Chobot or whatever fuck her name I is? I think that Naomi, no. Naomi Kyle. Who's Chobot? I heard her I before. forgot. They, they all look like the same blonde correspondent. Mm. Really? <laughs> they do all look like the same shit. They do. <laughs> okay. Mean, so let's see what this looks like. We got a person fast tra- traveling. They're going, they're going, uh, what's it called in, um, <laughs> in, in uh, what's that uh, Star Wars movie where they made fun of Star Wars? Oh, Spaceballs. Uh, yeah, they went platinum or they went. Yeah, they're, uh, they're going ludicrous speed. <laughs> they're going ludicrous. What was it? It, um, it, makes, them go to, it makes them go to plaid for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> they want, they're going plaid. So they're pushing their way to this planet. It looks cool as hell. And then I guess they're going to go to the planet. Arrive in two, one, there. Okay, so now they're on the planet. Does it auto land for you? I, there's so much about this I don't understand. Like, how do you get around that? Can you fly around the planet or do you only fly in space? Like, do you... I don't know. It seems like a fun game. Yeah. I just don't understand it. I don't either. Like, I really... I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really wanting to buy it or anything, but I can see the appeal of it. Yeah. For people who love to play like these big exploration games with you know, this takes the concept of an open world and they create an open galaxy. Cuz what they really are doing here, this is a proper execution of algorithm. You know, like there's just trillions of planets. Mm-hmm. But the the color and everything else is just auto-populated with the math behind the game. So it's not like someone went through and designed all this. Yeah. They just went through and I guess these are space cats. I guess, yeah. I don't know what space this kitties. Is. Space, space kitties. Space kitty goats. <laughs> Whatever the hell they are, I don't know. They're they're alien creatures. Are they worth something? You can harvest their. I think you can uh, when you like see brand new uh, species on planets. You get to name them. Mm-hmm. So like you discovered them, um, and that's another thing that's interesting about this game is like it's it's not exactly multiplayer. Like I don't think you interact with other players. No, you do not. That was a big question, but the reason they never answered that was no, was because yeah. the answer was no. You know. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. Um. Not every game needs to be a fucking multiplayer experience. Yeah, well, come on, guys. Let's not, not make everything. In my day, yeah. you just put the game in the system and turn it on. There were no updates, and you weren't forced to constantly play online with people. My girlfriend asked me, why don't you buy some games that are, like, two-player that we can play together on one system? And I was like, I don't know. If they, they don't, like, do that, that anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't think. I only have two controllers, so when one dies, I can start charging the other one and just keep playing. Because <laughs> 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 my cable's not long enough. And uh, that's the only reason. So, yeah. Um, it was sad when I had to tell her that. I was like, no, I don't... Uh... If you had a Nintendo, you might be able to... Yeah, but who fucking else. wants to play those games? That's why you need to get the, the mini NES. Nah, I don't like to play those games. They what? suck. Are you serious? No. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm trying to give a reaction. We're you doing are, a podcast you, here. You're a bastard bitch. <laughs> you're a bastard bitch. But uh, anywho, yeah, No Man's Sky. I mean, it looks visually appealing. Yep. You know, I'm, wanna... sa- I'm saving my money for Pokemon Sun and Moon when that comes out. You pokey tool. I'm just, I, I am. I'm in the middle of a Pokemon Renaissance right now. 
I'm enjoying Pokemon Go still. I cannot wait for Sun and Moon. They just it seems like every week they're revealing like every week. Every week, that's right. A week is a, is actually an alien monster from Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, that yeah. Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Padme Amidala I'm fought. sure there's been ten different aliens named Reeks. Probably. I'm not even... R-E-E-K, the Reek. It looks like a freaking rhinoceros thing. R-E-E-K, alien. Reek, alien. Oh, I spelled that wrong. Yep. Oop. We're getting there. Reek-a-Lion. reek <laughs> Here at Reek-a-Lion. <laughs> I don't know how to spell. Don't judge me. There it is. That's that's exactly what it is. Like I said, it's kind of like a rhinoceros. Oh, thing. I remember that when Anakin cut off one of its its thorns or yeah. its things. Yeah, and then Jango Fett killed it by shooting it in the face, and then he got decapitated. Yep. How many yeah. Reek aliens are there? There's just this one. That's the only one that's appeared in the movies. Well, I'm just saying in other universes, I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure there's something out there. Called Reeks. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> um, what was the aliens called in Avengers 1? The Chitauri? The Chitauri. Okay, sorry. I thought yeah. they were called Reeks. Um, the Reek Invasion. The Reek Invasion. Yeah. <sighs> Too many motherfucking Reeks <laughs> on this motherfucking planet. And you know what? Here. I'm going to spare you guys the review of Suicide Squad. Come I'm on, just gonna, man. I'm going to boil it down to two Spoiler words. warning. Spoiler warning. Spoiler Suicide warning. Suicide Squad, my two-word review. It sucks. Damn, Corey, this is being rude. I mean, it's got Will Smith in it. Will Smith cannot save everything. To be fair, Will Smith was probably the most likable character of that entire movie. You just can't help but not like Will Smith, especially because a lot of his dialogue was, you know, you ever see, uh, what's it called, Hancock? Where he was a superhero? No. Yes. Never... Yeah, it was crap, though. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's that character, but with super... Or not superpowers, but he, he's... Well, that's ironic, because he was a fucking superhero. It's that character, but he's a villain. But he's not a villain, because he does good things. Kinda. I mean, he's a hitman. Like, he, he kills people for money. But he also cares about his daughter, and he wants to make her care about him and realize that he's not just an evil, vicious killer. Even though, at the end of the movie, she accepts the fact that he's an evil, vicious killer. It's kind of weird, but Suicide Squad was just a mess. It was terribly edited. The characters don't get enough screen time. Jared Leto was okay as the Joker. His interpretation of the Joker is very different from Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger's version of the character, but he's only in the movie for like eight minutes, so you don't really get a lot of time to get used to him. So whenever he does appear, it's like a big thing, but then he just immediately disappears. You're like, fuck, can't we just spend five minutes with the Joker? Please, just five fucking minutes. We got 15 other characters developed that we're not really going to develop. We're only going to develop the... (laughs) Pretty much. It was Deadshot, and then there was uh, Harley Quinn, who... Harley Quinn barely has as much dialogue as she has in the trailers. Like, you're going to hear all her lines, and then maybe, like, five more. Which are kind of similar in the same vein. Like, they just don't do enough with her character. They go through her whole backstory with her and the Joker, but they don't, like, get too in-depth about it. Like... They just explained that she was a uh, psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum who kind of became obsessed with the Joker and then she got tortured and kidnapped by him and then she was thrown into a vat of chemicals, went crazy, and she's in love with the Joker. That's it. That's the whole backstory, which honestly, for people who read the comics, people who watch the cartoons and shit, like, you don't really need any of that. You know, you can go into that and you're like, oh, I know fucking Harley Quinn. That's the fucking Joker's main squeeze. Simple as that. Yeah, it's like there's Joker and then there's Harley Quinn. They Boom. just sort of go together. Exactly. You know? it just, They're it like works. Uh, lamb and tuna fish. Exactly. They get together perfectly. And all the other characters were just not, like, they were there, but they weren't there. They were just always in the background. Killer Croc. He was turned into a token crocodile. What was like, his, 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 why was he going to join Suicide Squad? What was his, like, uh, he had, like, doesn't everyone get something? Like, you know. The whole point of the, is they create Task Force X, which is the group that goes in and does the things that other people can't do, and they get reduced. To I guess they can't sentences. call them Task Force SS or something Nazi. No, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> they don't even. The only time Suicide Squad is even mentioned in the trailer or in the movie is, and it is a trailer scene too, is when Will Smith is like, "So we're some sort of Suicide Squad," and it's just like, "Oh, I hate when they do that in the movies when they shoehorn in the title in a really cheesy way." I'm sure Peter Griffin would really fucking appreciate it. But it didn't do much for me. Otherwise, they are Task Force X. They, they go in and they do the super dangerous shit. And every character was just bland as hell. The editing was super sporadic. And the worst part was, you didn't really know why Task Force X was doing what they were doing. 
Were they there to stop the bad guy, which was the Enchantress? Were they there to save Amanda Waller, who was stuck in the top of a building? Were they there to fight disgusting, pimply syphilis monsters? Like, there was never any, like, focus in the entire movie. And to make matters worse, the action really wasn't all that impressive. Like, there was never a single scene that made me go, Whoa, that was fucking badass. You remember Batman beating the fuck out of those people in Batman vs. Superman? Nothing ever came close to that in the Suicide Squad. Not even once. Just a bunch of fucking idiots with guns shooting randomly in different directions. Simple as that. And that sucks, because there should only be one member of that group who has to rely on their guns. And that's Deadshot, because that's his whole gimmick. Harley Quinn, double pistols, Killer Croc, fucking just picks people up and throw them. Captain Boomerang, I think he threw a boomerang once the entire movie. Katana has like three lines of dialogue, barely uses her swords on anyone. We never see it suck out the soul of a single human being. Just, they did not know how to utilize these characters, and I'm sick of talking about it. Fuck the Suicide Squad. Save your money for the next shitty DC movie. That's, a, that's <laughs> aggressive, Corey. To, to, put it, to put it bluntly, when we were done seeing Suicide Squad on Saturday, we went back to my house, and we put on Netflix, and we watched the Justice League Unlimited episode, which was all about the Suicide Squad, called Task Force X. Only memorable member they had in that episode was Deadshot. Everybody else was just a one-note kind of character, and that episode was still infinitely better. That 22-minute episode was better than that entire fucking movie. We then watched uh, Justice League Flashpoint, which was all about the Flash fucking up the timelines and going to an alternate timeline, which also featured the Suicide Squad in it as well. That movie had like 30 DC characters in it. Don't even know them, don't even know their backstories, and it was still easier to follow and a much more entertaining film than anything that came out of DC uh, Suicide Squad. Like, I'm convinced at this point, DC movies need to just be animated. And that doesn't even work out for them, because the, 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 the fucking killing joke just came out, and that sucked balls too. So for the last two weeks, I've just been sucking on a DC shit sandwich, and it hasn't <laughs> been very good at all. It's just been... A, one disappointment after another. And the fact that both of these things involved a classic Batman villain, the fucking Joker, was super disappointing. Skip all of them, or at least don't pay money to see any of them. And just wait to uh, see Batman Lego. And just wait to see Lego Batman, because I guarantee you'll get way more enjoyment out of five minutes of that movie than you will the entire <laughs> Suicide Squad. And I wanted to like Suicide Squad. I was like, all uh, right. You, this you is were preaching for it. Yeah, like, this is going to be DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. And that was another problem with the movie. It wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy so fucking bad with its just annoyingly intrusive soundtrack. The first 30 minutes, there is a new song that plays every goddamn 20 seconds. And it's annoying, and it takes you out of the experience. So... Is that it? Are you done, bitch? That's it. I wanted to commit suicide <laughs> while watching Suicide Squad. Wow. There's no way that there hasn't been a critic who hasn't said that, though. That's way too easy of a joke. Yeah, you're probably right. So tell us how you really feel, Corey. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck that shitty movie, man. They fucked it up. They did fuck it they up. They got some things right, but most everything damn wrong. And the worst part of all, just like X-Men Apocalypse, it was dreadfully boring. I don't really remember that much from the movie aside from just some minor details. But if you want to see the movie, just watch the trailer. It's all right there, man. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, there might be a few small action scenes, but if you've ever seen someone hit, hit someone with a bat or shoot a gun, you've seen Suicide Squad. You're not missing anything. That's that's uh, that's a real, you know, real shame. Because yeah. I, I wanted that movie to be good. I, I don't, did, too. I want people to know I don't want DC to fail. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, I want, want them to succeed. They have some of the most classic fucking characters, and they can do some really good with them. But, God, they're just... These, these DC movies are just reeking... Of the producers and the higher-ups coming in and making their changes and not knowing the source material enough and just thinking, well, these are classic characters. This will get butts in seats. Batman versus Superman should have been proof of that alone. Yeah, absolutely. They, they fucked up. They fucked up DC. As far as I'm concerned, they're, they're out. They're done. Three strikes, you're done. But they have Wonder Woman. They got Justice League coming out. There's a brand new Flash movie. Spoiler alert. Even the Flash is in Suicide Squad. Even the Flash has an appearance. This should have been like a huge fanfare moment, but it just comes across as, eh, who cares? There's the Flash in his red costume for a total of three seconds. That was fun. Just, ugh, I don't know. 
That's great. I love I'm that just, story. I hate it because I like DC so much. But like I said, the animated movies, though, for the most part, are all pretty fucking solid. They always. It's not hard to do that. Yeah. Though, so it's just like out. a moving uh, comic. Yeah. Well, I mean, even more so. Like the animation in uh, Justice League Flashpoint was solid. Like the fight scenes were epic as shit. Yeah. The characters were really good. Hell, even in Justice League Unlimited, like it was great. The dialogue in that fucking cartoon from the early two thousands was better than all of the cringeworthy dialogue that came out of Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn's dialogue, ninety percent of the type, just it made me it made me cringe. I heard she was just full of one liners and and Will Smith got like three fucking monologues and they're like, why couldn't they have given one of to her? You know? Yeah, she didn't have a single like big like mo- like mostly it was just her saying a random line and then people reacting to that random line. Like, like oh, I might kill you. Yeah, never mind. And then this just the, the rest of the head. characters were just stock and boring. Like I didn't even mention Diablo, but there's not much to mention about his character. Just, ugh, it's just disappointing, man. Stock. And I don't want to say it's because there's so many superheroes out now. I mean, Deadpool was great. Deadpool was fucking awesome, it was entertaining, it was action-packed, it had some great characters, and it was clear that the people making the movie cared about Deadpool and his character. The Warner Brothers did not give a shit about the Suicide Squad. They just needed to make some fucking money. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. Well, you know, it's sad. I am sad that Suicide Squad wasn't good. Yeah. I wanted it to be good. I don't want DC to fail, but they got to do good shit if they want me to pay for it. Instead, I'm going to go eat steak every time. <laughs> there you go. Every time. You think a movie's going to be bad? Go buy a fucking filet mignon. It'll it, increase it's liter- the quality of your day, I assure you. It's going to cost you the same amount of money. You know? Yep. It, and it you're going to be satisfied. Yeah, because you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, let's wrap this bitch up. Yes, Woo! that is right. Well, guys, uh, thank you again for tuning in today. We really do appreciate it. Uh, next time, we're going to try and go a Say little Say it like more. you mean it, Corey. You, you <laughs> said it like you barely meant it. You're just like, we really appreciate it, maybe. Anywho. Maybe. Are you serious? No. I, you totally sold it with your fake bullshit. Anyway, guys, we really do appreciate it. I just want to let you know that it's awesome that you listen to our podcast every week or every other week or every three weeks when it comes out. Um, we're going to get more on top of that. We just got like slammed at work, like bam, like slapped in the face with work and, uh, finding an hour to sit down and talk about stuff. You think it'd be easy, but it's actually harder than you think in adult lifetime. You know, isn't that true, Corey? It is. It's, it's really impossible sometimes because yeah. I mean, uh, for those who don't know, we, we, we work in production, and it keeps us very busy. Sometimes there's a lot of travel. Sometimes we have a lot of projects that pile up. On top of that, we have a freaking YouTube channel that keeps us extremely busy, and I'm even behind on a few things on that that I really need to get on. Are you behind on Mob Psycho again? I'm not behind on Mob Psycho. I am ca- I actually caught up with everything okay. that I am reviewing, but I still need to review the new Naruto movie. Oh, that's a long-forgotten project. Yeah, well, I'm not even talking about that one. I'm talking <laughs> about the new Boruto movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I finally got to sit down and watch that one, but I just, I really don't want to, like, give you guys a shitty review. Like, that's the one thing I never want to do. Like, so instead, I'll just not do one. Exactly. Okay. I'd much rather not release a review than give you guys something that I think is uh, shitty or subpar or something below, like, my par of quality. I um, agree. I agree. If you're going to do it, do it right. Exactly. Um, and I really want to assess my thoughts about that movie, despite the fact that it is simple. I will say that I did love it. I'll say that. So the po- the review will be positive when it comes out. But again, we're just rambling. Like I said, next time we're going to try to implement video again. We're going to try to do uh, awkward imager readings. Christian already had a lot of them queued up. He uh, will definitely bring those in next time so that we can read those and hopefully... I've got know, some epic ones. Oh, my God. I can't wait to watch Corey Squirm when I make uh, him read it's gonna these. It's going to be fantastic. But, guys, again, thank you again. Um, make sure to take a moment and thank our network, Rogue Intel. These guys are awesome. They're the reason the show is even possible. And what's great about them is they allow us to be ourselves, which is what makes this show so fun. So make sure to check out the uh, other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, make sure to head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It's not going to cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Thank you guys so much for watching. And until next time, we're out.